is the Soka show, the Star Wars show we were waiting for. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Theme music. Two sides of the same coin. That podcast is weird. Hello and welcome to Two Sides of the Same Coin. I am your loony host, the host who's taken a two to three-ish month hiatus. Um... I'm sorry. I don't really have an explanation. I just, I got busy. It was the summertime and it just became a time of work and family. Um, I will say I had, I did record episodes during my hiatus. I just didn't edit them. Um, so I will be releasing some older episodes that I recorded over the summer. Um, this episode will be coming out with one of those episodes. That episode will be Peter Pan Across the Neververse. Which is basically the best Peter Pan content ever created. Um, and I, I am officially back and going to try to release content weekly. Um, but besides that, uh, today I'm going to talk about uh, the Soka Show, specifically the first two episodes, and I'm not going like going to dive into the entirety of the episodes. I just want to give my initial thoughts and reactions. Um, I wanted to do this right after watching the first two episodes, but I got busy. Um, at the time I'm recording this, this is the night that the third episode's supposed to come out. I haven't watched it yet, um, and this episode's going to come out after the fact that the episodes come out, but before I watch the third one, I will give my thoughts of the first two. Um, so, for the Soka show, um, what I knew about it before, before, like, before it came out, here's what I knew. I knew it was going to be a continuation of Star Wars Rebels, which is... If you don't know what Star Wars Rebels is, it was the Disney animated show that it's after the Clone Wars and that's when like the Disney Studios took over. It was originally on Disney XD. I I watched that show through high school. I liked it. The animation style is not the greatest. It's um, not as good as the Clone Wars, but the story is really good. Now, I yeah, I knew the Soka show was going to be a continuation of Star Wars Rebels because of stuff that Ahsoka did when she made her first live-action appearance in Mandalorian Season 2. Um, I was excited, but at the same time, I was scared because I do not think... It's not that animated characters really transfer that well to animated and the only way it they do transfer well is one if you get the same voice actor to do the live action version or you find an actor who is basically the living personification of that character now I will say, 
as much as I like Rosario Dawson, I don't think she's... Her Ahsoka is almost completely different from what we see in Star Wars The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. Well, you will say, well, she was like 20 years younger in uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars. I'm like, yeah, I can get behind that. But Star Wars Rebels is only like a couple years away. And to have that much of a character difference, it kind of bothers me. And then also you have Sabine, who's really nothing like her character. The same with uh, Hera is nothing like her character. Now, people have said, well, stuff has happened since then. They're sad. They've gone through stuff. They're not the same character. And I disagree because it's not that long after Star Wars Rebels. And the thing is, the one thing that, like, made the characters was, like, their spunk. Their, like, um, their their attitude. And it's not really there. It's a little bit there, but not, not really. Um, it's just, yeah. I was not thrilled with that. Um, and I was also not thrilled with the fact that there seems to be a large gap between Star Wars Rebels and this show. I'm just very confused. And, like, this is a spoiler, but it's not really a big spoiler because it doesn't really make sense to me. Apparently, Sabine, at some point between. The end of Star Wars Rebels and uh, the beginning of the show was Ahsoka's apprentice. Now, it doesn't make any sense to me why Sabine would be Ahsoka's apprentice. Because one, she she has minimal to no force ability. And she... I, that's that's basically it. I feel like if we she was Jedi material, we would have seen um that before. And I mean, I guess the only reason if she would be trained as a Jedi is because she, she was. I mean, basically her training was started by Kanan, but that was basically just lightsaber training. And I mean, I guess he did also teach her some. Ways of the Jedi, so maybe Ahsoka um, also trained her, and I. You can also make the argument because it has been in the Star Wars universe said that anyone is almost capable to be a Jedi, no matter how strong or weak your Force ability is. Um, but I just I don't know. I kind of threw me for a loop. Wasn't too thrilled about it. Um, yeah, it's just that's the major things that I didn't didn't like. And I will say, say, yeah, my issues it's could be resolved in the next couple of episodes. I there could be flashbacks. There could be discussions going back further that described what happened. And, um, it could solve, um, my issues. But, um, going back to previous shows, uh, I'm not getting my hopes up. Now, the stuff that I loved about 
these two episodes. It's specifically the new characters. Um, Balen Skull and Shin Hati, which are like... They're not Sith, but they're not Jedi. They're like a dark Jedi. Um, Balen's like a, a rogue Jedi. He survived Order 66. Um, I love everything about um, this this character. Very mysterious. Very um, holds himself together very well. There's a like a lot of people have been saying this, and I will agree. He's like a darker Qui Gon Jinn. And the first two episodes, there was, or specifically the first episode, there was a lot of Phantom Menace parallels, which I loved. Um, but no, I loved him. He, Balin, just amazing character. I just, I'm, I want to know more about who he is, what happened with him. Um, he was played by Ray Stevenson, who also played Gar Saxton in Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars The Clone Wars. Unfortunately, he passed, um, and uh, it kind of bumps me out because that means uh, after this season, the character probably will not be able to move forward. So he probably is going to die this season, but... Um, I do also hope for uh, Shin Hati, Balin's apprentice, which I mean, I think she's cool, but um, I don't know. I don't have too much interest in her. A lot of people think that they're both going to turn to the light side s since they uphold most of the Jedi traditions. They just seem to be a little bit more dark. I kind of disagree. Um, if anything, I do think Balin might turn to the light side. Um, but I, I think Shin's definitely going to become a Sith. Um, besides that, um, there is, I don't know, there's talk of introduction, the introduction of magic into the Star Wars universe and a whole new galaxy, which I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. I mean, I know there, I know people say, oh, the Night Sisters used magic in the Star Wars universe. It really wasn't magic. It was just more... It was like kind of magic. But they like harnessed the dark side. And that's kind of where they got their magical powers. Um, and then I guess the last thing to talk about that I'm just really intrigued about is... um, So there's an Inquisitor helping um, Balin and Shin Hati. And his name is Maroc. Now, you, at first, I was, like, not thinking about who this could be, didn't really care, he was a cool Inquisitor dude, but then, someone brought to my mind that he, um, or I heard that Starkiller's name from the Force Unleashed games was Galen Merrick, and then I was like, Merrick, Maroc. Merrick, Maroc. I'm like, that's not much, like, of a difference. Only, like, a, f like, a few, like, letter changes. And I'm just, that could be Starkiller. And some people's like, well, Starkiller was way too powerful. That's how he g had to get removed from the Star Wars universe. And, um, if he 
came back, he would have to be kind of dumbed down, which I would be fine with. And I'm kind of hopeful that it is Starkiller because Sam Witwer is in the credits as a voice actor. Uh, granted, I'm not getting my hopes up on that either because I I don't know if this they got rid of this because it was leaked, but I don't know if anyone remembers Darth Maul was leaked to be in this Ahsoka show like a year ago, and I think Maul's going to make an appearance, so I will not be surprised if we don't get Starkiller. That would be amazing. My mind would be blown, but um, I'm not going to get my hopes up. But yeah, um, I would say with the show overall, um, I I I can't say I love it. Uh, I can't say I hate it. Um, quite yet I will say I don't I wish this was animated I think it would be a whole lot better if it was animated that's just my opinion the only thing that I like that is in live action is the new characters I don't really like that um are the characters that we come to love in animated are now in um live action cause I, I no offense to the actresses I just don't think they're cut out to play those characters. I mean, I love Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, but I just don't think she's cut out to play Hera. Um, besides that, um, yeah, I'm hopeful. Um, but yeah, um, that's all I have to say about the Soka Show. Uh, please give a like, give a follow, uh, follow me on Instagram, uh, email me suggestions on what to talk about next i will will be doing a episode three uh review once that comes out and uh yeah i'll keep you guys updated uh more episodes to come and uh may the force be with you and you ate my enchilada farewell guys